Welcome to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank that brings you market views and insights on the go. Welcome to Cut to the Chase. Today is Monday, the 13th of November. I'm Daniel Lam, your host for the podcast. The age gap is an issue that I've been increasingly facing. Back at the Asian Games, none of my nine chess teammates were 20 yet. And then, of course, returning from the Asian Games, there were a number of young colleagues who talked about the Magnificent Seven, but they do not know the origin of that term. Now, of course, the seasoned listeners amongst you would know that it comes from the famous Hollywood movie of the same name, dated back to 1960. Now, like those seven stellar warriors in the movie, these seven stocks accounted for nearly all the positive returns in this large-cap index of S&P 500. This extremely narrow or lack of breadth in performance is a fact that has concerned many research strategists. In fact, the S&P 600 index, which is a small-cap U.S. equity index, is, quote-unquote, in the red this year. The small caps have suffered during the surge in Treasury yields in the second half of this year, as the higher-for-longer narrative takes hold. So now the question is, will we see outperformance from the smaller cap stocks, as they may benefit from potential peaking in Treasury yields? Now, oversold conditions and cheap variations suggest that small-cap stocks are positioned to gain if there is an improvement in risk sentiment. Now, indeed, the S&P 600 outperformed during the sharp equity rally in the first week of November, gaining 7.4% versus 5.9% for S&P 500. So will there be leaks in this revival of small-caps? Well, the key condition is that Treasury yields need to continue to decline, and that is likely to coincide with some more weakening in the labor market. But if that were to occur in a recessionary context, then the decline in yield may not benefit small caps, because usually they have narrower margins and are more exposed to deterioration in the economic environment. So therefore, our de facto strategy would still be, quote-unquote, buying on pullbacks on the quality growth stocks in our overweight sectors in technology and communication services. Another viable strategy that may become even more prominent next year are equity long-short strategies in order to capture the differences in performances amongst different sectors or amongst large versus small caps. That is all from me for today. As always, if you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and like it. Thanks for listening and we wish you a happy day ahead. Thank you for listening to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank. For more details, visit Market Views on the go on our website or click the link in the description.